Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Yo. Uh. Yo. Uh. Aubrey Edwards, Tony Schiavone, we bout to party. We bout to party. Unrestricted. Got the house now. We gon' turn it up. Welcome to KEW Unrestricted, the official podcast of All Elite Wrestling. I'm Will Washington, and I'm always joined by the one and only Aubrey Edwards. Hello! But we are also joined by CEO, the GM, the head of creative. He is the one and only Tony Khan. Hey, it's great to be here. Thanks everybody for joining us for Unrestricted, ahead of the biggest pay-per-view in AEW history, the biggest show in pro wrestling history. Yes. That makes this the biggest podcast in pro wrestling <laughs> yes. history. So, I like my proxy that works. That's going to be a big, big uh, goal for us today, but I think we're going to set a lofty expectation and hit it out of the park today with this podcast. I'm excited. Yeah, absolutely. There's so much to talk about. This is such a huge card, and I don't think there's a better place to start with this than the AEW World Championship match. We have the AEW World Champion Maxwell Jacob Friedman, MJF, defending the title against somebody that, you know, going into this, if you had told me three months ago, we would have said bitter rivals, but turns out to be his best friend in Adam Cole. It's the bromance of the summer. Yes. I love it. It's such great wrestling TV. And I have to say that everything that has led up to this has built this into one of the greatest, most anticipated wrestling matches, certainly in the history of AEW, and I think in many, many years in all of pro wrestling. I'm really excited for MJF versus Adam Cole for the AEW World Championship. We recently put together a supercut of all of the great moments with MJF and Adam Cole, and we updated it again recently, Mm -hmm. and it's nearly two hours of great clips of great moments And it's really just the tip of the iceberg of all the great moments between these two, kind of some of the highlights. And there's been so many great moments. This has been building for months and months. And it's a very unique story. These two men who've become great friends, two great pro wrestlers wrestling for the most prized championship in the sport. MJF versus Adam Cole in the biggest show in pro wrestling this Sunday on pay-per-view at Wembley Stadium, AEW All-In. It's really been building to this, and I'm so excited for this huge main event on Sunday. I'm super stoked about this match in particular. I think everyone is, just like as you had said, well, like these two guys, I don't think anyone really saw this coming, and it just works so well together. But I think even more interesting is we're going to kind of reverse a little bit and talk about the buy-in. We've got Aussie Open, ROH Tag Champs, versus Better Than You, Bebe, MJF versus Adam Cole to open the show. So they're starting in this collaborative environment before they go at each other's throats. 
This is such an incredible way to kick off the day. This is great, Tony. Absolutely. It's going to be something really special. I was really excited about this because we've got this great opportunity. There's going to be so many fans around the world that want to see AEW All In, and you have a chance to tune in for free, and everybody's going to get some great wrestling ahead of the pay-per-view. It's all going to start with MJF and Adam Cole teaming up to challenge for the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championship. So they're going to be involved in two world championship matches in the same night at Wembley Stadium on the biggest show ever. We're going to kick things off on the Zero Hour. The pre-show, it's free worldwide, available AEW social media. You can go watch it. It's going to start at noon Eastern time. It's going to start at 5 p.m. British Standard Time. And it's really exciting that we have the show Uh, free to everybody worldwide and I know we're going to build a big audience and a lot of those people are going to stay with us and we're going to have a huge pay-per-view audience in addition to one of the biggest live audiences in the history of pro wrestling. Historic gets thrown around a lot in wrestling but it's so fun to be a part of this moment in particular and just see the history that we as a company are making but also that AEW has been making movement and changing pro wrestling for the last five years and to see the original All In, what it was, and to see what we are now. We're at Wembley Stadium, over 80,000 people. This is this is absolutely insane. Watch it. Traditional pay-per-view, streaming on Bleacher Report and on the Bleacher Report app, internationally on Fight.tv. This is just going to be such a great card. What else do we have, Will? Well, it, it's going to begin there with that huge tag team match for the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championship, and it's going to end there with the AEW World Championship match. This show starts and ends with Adam Cole, and MJF and their opponents in that World Tag Team Championship match at the start of the show for the ROH title, you've got Aussie Open, one of the greatest teams in all of pro wrestling. They've been involved in some great matches. They have great experience. They have great experience wrestling in England, and they're top international team. And we've seen MJF and Adam Cole hyping up the kangaroo kick. Uh, (laughs) Yes, yeah, we did. And we've seen them talk about the double clothesline, and I think we're going to have a huge stadium of people waiting to see what's going to happen on Sunday. We actually got to see you make a rare appearance, by the way. Yeah, that was great. Well, I think it's been really exciting. I've really enjoyed (laughs) uh, what's happened with Adam Cole and MJF, and I thought it made a lot of sense to rein in some of the backstage shenanigans before they get out of hand. It was hand very good. It was very keep good. the double clotheslines in the ring and not yes. happening to the fine folks backstage. That being said, Adam Cole and MJF, really, really popular stars here, and they've got a big match to start the show, and everybody will be able to watch that free worldwide. It's an early start for AEW this weekend for our biggest show ever. It's going to be also a very unique experiment in terms of pay-per-view product. Mm -hmm. We're going to be starting at 1 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. local time in England, 10 a.m. Pacific, but the zero hour starts early, so that means a noon Eastern start time, a 9 a.m. Pacific start time. Be up early to watch MJF and Adam Cole challenging for the Ring of Honor World Tag Team title ahead of their match for the AEW World Championship one-on-one in the main event. And what's going to happen between Adam Cole and MJF? It's going to be really interesting. It's been very exciting these last few weeks, yes. last few months. Uh, and in particular, just seeing the bond these two have formed. And I'm very excited about the main event at AEW All In. And it's going to start with a great tag match for free on the Zero Hour. And, but not just talking about, you know, we, we've been talking about their friendship a lot. But bigger than that, 
We saw these two go to a time limit draw last time. Yes. These two competed in the ring. Yeah. And so talking about this as a match, talking about these two as competitors, there's still a lot left on the table for what these two have to offer. And Adam Cole came fairly close to... Within a two and a three count. Yeah. He, he was within seconds of a three count. He was within time. a second. Yep. Yeah. And at that moment in time... I mean, it was an untitled match at the time, but at that moment in time, we would have, we could have seen MJF take a really important loss at that point. And now, knowing that the title is on the line, this is the main event of All In, the biggest show that AEW has ever put on. Knowing that these two could possibly up the ante on what they did. Uh, what city was that in uh, last time that happened? That was. Of course, you know the answer to this. Uh, I think I do. Was it? Wa- uh, well, well Washington. I think that was at Washington D.C. Yeah, it was Washington D.C. Yeah. Capital was, One. Yeah. That's right. Cap- I Capital wrestled. One. Yes, it was. <laughs> it was the week after Colorado <laughs> Springs where they uh, they went at each other. Um, but yeah, and in, in, when they went at each other in uh, at the Capital One Arena in Washington D.C. And now knowing that there's so much at stake here mm-hmm. that it's not just their friendship at stake. The richest prize in the business is on the line here this could be something special it was a great match in the capital one arena in washington dc and adam cole definitely was within one second of picking up the win over mjf and now he's definitely gonna step up to the biggest stage in all of pro wrestling i think it's fair to say that the original all-in was the biggest show in independent wrestling history and now AEW All-In is just the biggest show in all of pro wrestling history this Sunday. And it starts with the AEW world champion, MJF, teaming with Adam Cole to challenge Aussie Open for the ROH World Tag Team Championship. And it ends with MJF defending the AEW World Championship versus Adam Cole, possibly at that point, the co-holders of the ROH World Tag Team Championship. Oh, boy. There's a lot of exciting possibilities and, <laughs> and a lot of fascinating things have developed. And it's definitely been really interesting to watch how Roderick Strong has definitely grown, I think it's fair to say, very jealous of the close relationship between Adam Cole and MJF. Definitely something to keep an eye on. Roderick Strong, a great wrestler, but I think he's become very distracted and really obsessed with this friendship between MJF and Adam Cole. Yeah, he's even he seems to have formed a bond a little bit with the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And of course those are former friends of Adam Cole's at one point, for those of you who know your Ring of Honor history. And so there's there's a lot of outside X factors that can play a role here. I I'm excited for it. I'm I'm really excited to see these guys go at it. Uh, again, like I said, there was so much left on the table before and I, I just can't think of a better way to cap off a show than seeing Ed Cole and MJF for the AEW World Championship. It's definitely been, I believe, some of the most exciting storytelling in all of pro wrestling in many years, what's been happening with Adam Cole and MJF. And they're going to have an amazing main event World Championship match. But I'm also very interested, and again, it's free to everybody worldwide to check out what happens. Adam Cole and MJF teaming up, challenging Aussie Open one of the best teams in the world for the ROH World Tag Team Championship. And we talk about Roderick Strong. He's formed a bond, perhaps, with the Kingdom. Again, these are all close friends of Adam Cole. Interesting to note that the Kingdom, also former ROH World Tag Team Champions, Mm -hmm. and 
you know, also noteworthy, Adam Cole has held every world championship in ROH except the World Tag Team Championship. Whoa. He's never been a World Tag Team Champion in ROH, so it would be a huge milestone for Adam Cole, and will be interesting to see how he responds to two huge matches in one night, Adam Cole, and will Adam Cole leave as a co-holder of the ROH World Tag Team Championship, and will Adam Cole leave as the new AEW World Champion, and what will Roderick Strong and the Kingdom have to say about all this, and uh, what will MJF do, and what's going to happen with MJF having seemingly a real friend for the first time ever. (laughs) It's something really fascinating. We've seen Adam Cole have friendships and bonds in the world of pro wrestling, but with MJF, we usually had to pay for him. Yeah. Now he's made an actual friend. Wow, I'm impressed. It's a life turnaround for him. It's been really growth and uh, definitely a fascinating personal tale and definitely going to be a really interesting World Tag Team Championship match for those ROH titles and going to be a great main event for the AEW World Championship in the main event of AEW All-In this Sunday. MJF versus Adam Cole. You know, speaking of tag teams, though, Mm. that's not the only tag team action you're going to get this Sunday at All-In because two of the greatest tag teams of all time are finally going to settle the score. Rubber match. The rubber match. They're one and one. It is the Young Bucks challenging the AEW World Tag Team Champions FTR. Finally, we are seeing these two teams go head-to-head. They're one-and-one. We saw FTR, of course, face off with the Young Bucks back at Full Gear 2020. And at that point, we saw the Young Bucks take the victory. We then saw the ROH Tag Team titles on the line last April, Mm -hmm. uh, where FTR took the victory over the Young Bucks. And now, here we are, Wembley Stadium. Young Bucks, FTR3. Goosebumps. Goosebumps. It's going to be, <laughs> without a doubt, the highest stakes in all of tag team wrestling, the biggest stage in all of pro wrestling, and the biggest match in all of tag team wrestling imaginable. FTR, the AEW World Tag Team Champions versus the Young Bucks. The rubber match, like we've been saying, it's mm-hmm. going to be unbelievable. Both of these teams have been involved in some of the greatest tag team matches we've ever seen, including with each other. And the series is tied one-to-one. Both matches were amazing. The match in Jacksonville and Daly's Place, so November good. 2020, so good. at full gear, the first time these two teams ever locked up. It was a dream come true. It was an amazing match. And it's fascinating because that tremendous, tremendous match between FTR and the Young Bucks, it took place in front of a crowd that was really uh, limited capacity due to social distancing and the lockdown era. It was 2020. It was really the peak of the pandemic era of pro wrestling. And back then, we were just excited to have fans in the arena, and it was pretty innovative, I think, the way we made the match happen at the time. And certainly when the Young Bucks won the World Tag Team Championship at Daly's Place in November 2020 at Full Gear, it was a real pop. Mm -hmm. It was a great moment, and it was one of the greatest tag matches I've ever seen. And it also had a fascinating culmination as we saw FTR get away from what brought them to the dance in many ways, and FTR try to be the masters of the high spot, the high-flying mm-hmm, move, mm-hmm. and it uh, really backfired. And then 
we saw a great rematch with FTR on a roll coming off a win against the Briscoes in the mm-hmm. first match of their great trilogy. And now we're going into the third match of another legendary wrestling trilogy. We saw FTR pick up the win in that rubber match, really cementing this red-hot run that FTR has gone on ever since. And now FTR, the World Tag Team Champions, on the biggest stage, wrestling their greatest rivals. I believe Young Bucks versus FTR, it's going to be one of the greatest tag team matches of all time on one of the greatest wrestling shows of all time this Sunday. Talk about huge matches on a huge stage. This, to me, is one of the biggest matches we could possibly put on. And we put together, again, I, I, I've had this idea a while back to take a lot of the highlights of a lot of the big matches, put cut-ups together on social media, post them on YouTube. We can even post them on Twitter now that you can post really long videos Hooray. on Twitter. So we're posting <laughs> these really long videos. You know, we just talked about MJF and Adam Cole. We had a nearly two-hour recap on Twitter this week and on t- YouTube and had a very long and very comprehensive recap of the history between Young Bucks and FTR also. And it is a great rivalry. And if you want to take a look at how it all got started, if you weren't watching AEW in 2020 or if you just want to catch up and look back at great memories, check it out in advance of this Sunday's World Tag Team Championship match, FTR versus the Young Bucks. There are some great moments in this rivalry, and that's why I wanted to put these super cuts together for people to look, see all the footage and storytelling in one place. It's so good. It's so good. And the uh, when I when I first heard we were doing Wembley, this is honestly the match that I had hoped was going to be on the card. Well, yeah, you have to think about how like the stars aligned here, right? You know, as general manager Tony, that um, this is a match that people have been asking for this this third match for a really long time. Yes, and you have to love how all of the stars aligned for the right moment. I, you know, thinking back over the the last year, over times that this match could have taken place, I don't think there's a better setting for this match than right here, right now. Agreed. Wembley Stadium, all in, biggest wrestling show ever. Thinking about any other time this could have taken place, I don't think there's a better time than right now. And knowing that we're going to get to see, you know, this is the rubber match. This is where it all gets decided. And we know that FTR, of course, uh, as you mentioned, lost the tag titles at full gear. And this is another scenario where they are walking in the champs. And there has to be a little bit of a chip on their shoulder for that, mm-hmm. right? You know, losing the tag titles in there the last time they defended them against the Young Bucks. And knowing that they're the team with everything to lose right now, they have so much to prove going into this match right now. Uh, whereas the Young Bucks, they, they kind of have a little bit of... The, they're in the driver's seat, right? They have... They know what it takes to be the challengers for the AEW World Tag Team Championship against FTR, and they know what it takes to walk away with those belts. And so knowing all of that and knowing that everything just aligned the way it did, I can't think of a better tag team match to have in this setting than it's that. Lightning I'm in a bottle. so excited for it. It's so good. It's going to be awesome. Absolutely. I cannot wait for this huge World Tag Team Championship match as part of the biggest pro wrestling event ever. This Sunday, AEW All-In, available live on pay-per-view. It's an early start on Sunday. It's 6 p.m. local time in England, 1 p.m. Eastern time, noon central, 11 a.m. Mountain Time for our friends in the Mountain Time Zone, like Will's family, and uh, then 10 a.m. 
Pacific time, and of course, one hour earlier for the zero hour, 9 a.m. Pacific and uh, noon Central, excuse me, noon Eastern, 10, 11 a.m. Central, and very excited about that, 5 p.m. local time for the zero hour, and of course, if you're in London, there are still tickets available at Wembley Stadium. It's a historic crowd, and we'd love for you to be a part of it, some of the remaining few tickets out of the massive crowd that's going to be on hand Sunday with over 80,000 people there to watch pro wrestling. Oh. It's, people. Oh. it's great. It's, it's going to be awesome. It's crazy to think it's as big as it is and it, it will still be bigger by Sunday. Yeah. Like there are still tickets available. People are going to want to go to the show. Like if you're, if you're in the area and you're not going, what's, what's your problem? <laughs> like this is like, we've only talked about two matches so far or three matches. And I'm just so, so excited about all of this. Well, we've already talked about three great world championship matches, including, two AEW World Championship matches on this big show, AEW All-In, the biggest show this Sunday. Let's talk about one of the biggest matches on the show, the AEW Women's World Championship match. It's a four-way match with the AEW Women's World Champion Hikaru Shida defending versus the former champion Tony Storm, a former two-time mm-hmm. AEW Women's World Champion. The home country star from Norwich, Soraya, mm-hmm. Tony Storm's fellow outcast, and of course, the former AEW Women's World Champion, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. It's going to be a great match, and I'm very excited about this one. I'm, I think it's going to be one of the really great matches on this huge show. I'm super excited about it because Will and I talked about this when we recapped Dynamite 200, but Sheeta winning the title at the end of that episode was just so perfect because she has done so much for this company. She's been around since the very beginning. Her and Britt both. So having them both in this match is phenomenal. But knowing that Sheeta's last run was during the pandemic era and there were not fans. And then knowing that Sheeta's going to walk into this arena as champion, needing to defend her title. I think it's a great... Uh, understanding of just AEW's growth and the amazing stars that we've had come out of this company and how wonderful it's been. And seeing her challenge against Britt Baker, someone who has been, you know, they've had their rivalry. They were both on the very first AEW show on Double or Nothing. Uh, Britt Baker being on the first all-in ever. We have Tony Storm, who's going through an incredible uh, evolution right now. I love, I love this version of Tony Storm, even though she's a little bit of a annoying (laughs) if I could say it sort of but like she's so great and every match she's in is just a phenomenal match she you can't have Tony Storm in a match and not say this is going to be incredible and Soraya how could we not talk about Soraya returning to her home country after so long for everything that her family means to wrestling and everything that you know that country means to her and what it is going back to a place like London oh this is so good. So, I, more, one more goosebumps. Yeah, so good. I mean, we, we talked about uh, Sheeta winning the title at Dynamite 200, and uh, I, I agree. You know, thinking about that point you just made about how she went from no fans and to go from no fans yes. to the most fans we've ever had. It's is, a stark contrast. It, it is a huge contrast, and I, I think that's a really, really cool thing. And thinking about how uh, really everything coming out of Dynamite 200 really got turned on its head. I think. Tony Storm probably would have seen herself walking into walking into Wembley as the AEW Women's World Champion, and all of a sudden now we have Hikaru Shida is now the AEW Women's World Champion and dealing with now three challengers uh, that came out of um, that came out of those victories. Tony Storm, of course, got a bye uh, going in as the former Women's World Champion, but uh, but Britt Baker uh, mm-hmm. had a hard fought victory over the Bunny, and we had Soraya defeating Sky Blue. Yep. 
and everybody earned their way into this match. Mm -hmm. uh, and knowing the history of AEW four ways, knowing the history of the women's championship four ways, we talked about that on Dynamite just a few weeks ago, uh, and knowing how much rich history there is with women's with the women's world title in four ways. We saw it all out last year. We've seen um, in, in Jacksonville, there was a number of them during the pandemic. And they're always exciting contests. Those who know me know I was always a big proponent of those matches. I, I, I love those. I love um, the way we get to showcase the division and knowing how much history all four of these women have with not just each other, but with the AEW Women's World Championship and knowing how much history they have with the four-way. This is Soraya's first uh, foray in this, but we've seen Tony Storm, of course, uh, win two four-ways herself. Mm -hmm. We've seen Hikaru Shida win. Oh, off the top of my head, I think she's won three. And uh, <laughs> Ridiculous, I love you. <laughs> and then, of course, Britt Baker, though, you talked about the fact that she was on the original All In, and yep. she was in a four-way. She has experience with it as well. And so there's so much at stake here, and I feel like this is one of those matches that anything can happen in. I totally agree. I think there's four great wrestlers, three who have held the AEW Women's World Championship, one who is a decorated star who's held championships all over the world and is going to be wrestling in her home country. And even though she's a rule breaker, she is going to have a lot of support in this match. Definitely. It's going to be fascinating when Soraya steps in with the AEW Women's World Champion Hikaru Shida and two former world champions in Tony Storm and Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. And it was a great match. As you said, it really changed a lot of things. I thought it was a bold call going with Tony Storm and Hikaru Shida in a great match in the main event of Dynamite 200, but it really paid off. They had a classic match, and it was a very, very memorable, exciting ending when Shida won the championship and has now set up an exciting situation. Again, all four women deserve to be in this spot. They've all earned this position. Tony Storm, the former champion, earned another championship match. I think she deserves it. And, of course, the other three women, Hikaru Shida, made a successful defense against somebody who's been a big part of AEW since the beginning of the pandemic era, somebody who got her start wrestling in Karushita and has continuously, I think, done better and better every time she's been in the ring with Shida, and that's Anna Jay, another top women's star here. Mm -hmm. And, of course, Sky Blue, real up-and-coming star in AEW, had a great match with Soraya. And, yes, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, with a big win over the Bunny, who is another top star we were excited to have back in AEW. Yay! And uh, all of them deserve to be in this spotlight, this great position. It's a big four-way match. Uh, and we've seen some great main events. In addition to that, Sheeta versus Tony Storm match on Dynamite, great main event. Also, a lot of great main event matches recently on AEW Rampage. Yes. A string of mm -hmm. great main events by the women's division. Some great matches, uh, including some aforementioned matches. And this weekend, we have on Friday Night Rampage a huge main event involving the participants in that four-way match. It's going to be... Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, teaming up with AEW Women's World Champion Hikaru Shida mm. versus the outcasts, Tony Storm and Soraya, the four participants in the all-in Women's World Championship match, are all going to be involved in the main event of Rampage this week. So that's something huge to look forward to as part of Fighter Fest in AEW this week. And big lineups, big championship cards, 
and that's going to be a great match this weekend on Friday Night Rampage on TNT also uh, as part of this great all-in weekend. You know, I have to ask, do you see, you know, you mentioned the outcasts it could, because we, we keep talking about them as individual performers because they are all great in their individual rights. But, of course, the, the X factor here is the fact that Tony Storm and Soraya are part of the Outcast. Yes. Our team. Yes. Um, and they are aligned in similar goals of becoming the AEW Women's World Champion. But I think each of them wants that individually. Do you think we see any dissension between them at any point? It's going to be very interesting. And Tony Storm, not necessarily in a right frame of mind as we've seen in recent weeks. Oh, yeah. She is. Uh, ready to just spin right off this planet <laughs> right back into another century. And yes. she's really doing something very special, channeling something, I think, iconic. And Tony Storm is somebody who is already one of the best wrestlers in AEW, Hands one down. of the top stars. And Tony Storm can beat anybody on any given night. She's one of the best women in the entire world of all of pro wrestling. And definitely uh, Tony Storm could do anything. She's very unpredictable right now. So who knows what's going to happen between Tony Storm and Soraya. Soraya, as we've said, is a treacherous rule breaker. But these two are a team, the Outcasts. So we'll see what's going to happen this weekend on Friday Night Rampage Fighter Fest in that tag match ahead of the big four-way. And then certainly the world will be watching what's going to happen at Wembley Stadium this Sunday at the biggest wrestling show of all time in that AEW Women's World Championship four-way match. Uh, I can't wait for everyone to find out and see this Sunday at All In. That's right. Sunday, All In, Wembley Stadium, 6 o'clock British Standard Time, 1 o'clock Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific. There's Make sure you turn in an hour before all of those so you can watch Zero Hour, watch the ROH Tag Championship match. There's so much going on. We still have so much more to talk about. I've already had goosebumps 12 times in this, and we're barely even halfway through the card. So more to talk about coming up on AEW Unrestricted. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance and emergency repair or a dream project, Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Welcome back to AEW Unrestricted. We're talking about All In London, Wembley Stadium. All In, baby! Yes, and we're talking with the man behind it all. Yes! TK. I'm very excited. It's going to be a great, great weekend. It's going to be the greatest weekend in AEW's history and one of the biggest weekends in the history of this great sport, pro wrestling, that we love so much. AEW All In this Sunday on pay-per-view at Wembley Stadium. And... I am so excited for the show. We've just added a huge AEW World Trios Championship I'm so match. It is going to be amazing. We are going to see the AEW World Trios Champions, the House of Black, defending against a trio some people never thought they were going to see again yes! in AEW, the acclaimed and Billy Gunn. Yes! Billy Gunn making his return to pro wrestling. I'm so excited for this. Uh, fans were excited about this announcement, and uh, I know I'm very excited to have 
Billy Gunn returning. We've seen the acclaimed and Billy Gunn defeat every trio they've ever wrestled except for one. And it is the most dominant trio in AEW history. It is the AEW World Trios champions, the House of Black. Think about all the great matches we've seen House of Black win. They are so dominant. They have had the perfect recipe, the code to beat everybody in AEW, including the one trio nobody could beat before the House of Black, Billy Gunn and the Acclaimed. Yeah, um, Billy Gunn and the Acclaimed, of course, this is their third attempt at the championship. Mm -hmm. And again, we talk about stakes. There's so much at stake here. Uh, especially with the last time we saw these teams compete, we thought it was the end of Billy Gunn's career. And uh, now knowing that they get one more opportunity at the championship, I think that means a lot to those fans. I think it means a lot for the acclaimed. Um, and to just, I mean, I'm rooting for those guys. I, I, I know I, I should It's hard be not to. I should be impartial here, but just thinking about the fact that they're such a lovable trio, and it was such an unlikely trio, and just knowing how much fun and how amazing that combination has been over the last year, and you just you want to see them win the big one, and I feel like this is that time. I feel like, too, Billy Gunn has done so much for wrestling. Like, just his history as a performer, his his background as, as a tag wrestler, and everything that he has taught and bestowed upon the acclaimed yeah. in their time at AEW, and seeing all three of them come together, and honestly, seeing Billy Gunn have the time of his life. Yes. Like, <laughs> it has been wonderful watching the three of these, and I, I the three of these guys, and... But seeing them face House of Black, they are a dominant force. They are in tune with each other. They they know each other so well. They're great as singles wrestlers. They're great as a trio. They're great in tags. They're they're unpredictable and terrifying, in all honesty. Yeah, I mean, when you think about the House of Black and how dominant their run has been as a team, um, even... Uh, you know, when you think about the, the addition of the trios division uh, when that came about last year around the same time period, uh, you know, a lot of the trios that people were, were really thinking about were teams like the Elite, mm -hmm. teams like Death Triangle, and House of Black has beaten both of them. Mm -hmm. uh, and so knowing that, knowing how dominant they have been as a trio, it's hard to count them out for anything. Uh, as a matter of fact, they're kind of the sure bet when you think about the, the trio's division as a whole. I would say and, that, yeah. And uh, I, I don't know that this is the time, but like I said, I am just rooting for the acclaimed in Billy Gunn. They're going to be wildly popular mm -hmm. this Sunday with the biggest crowd ever in Europe for a pro wrestling show, one of the biggest crowds ever in the sport. They are going to go nuts for the acclaimed in Billy Gunn, but it could be a sad ending for Acclaimed and Billy Gunn because the House of Black have been unbeatable. They are definitely the most dominant trio we've ever seen in AEW, and it's going to be an incredible AEW World Trios Championship match this Sunday at AEW All-In. And speaking of great matches, we've got a match featuring two of the greatest rivals in all of pro wrestling, what an amazing match it's going to be. What a great one-on-one -on -one encounter when one of the most iconic rivalries ever in wrestling comes to London for the first time ever, oh comes to the biggest stage in pro wrestling, and what a match it's going to be when the best in the world, CM Punk, the man who holds 
that lineal championship, what he calls the AEW Real World Championship, and he is the definite, uh, would it be fair to say, a storybook rival, a historic rival, the epitome of really these uh, one-on-one great wrestling rivalries in this millennium, CM Punk versus Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe coming into this match with definitely uh, an edge in the rivalry historically. CM Punk, in fact, had never scored a pin on Samoa Joe in their entire history. And it was finally in the Owen Hart Cup tournament this year on AEW Collision. CM Punk, he scored his first ever victory over Samoa Joe, but it was not a convincing, uh, decisive victory by any means. Samoa Joe had the better part of a lot of the action, and uh, Samoa Joe has still the winning record, absolutely, in this history uh, against CM Punk. You know, uh, I was just thinking about the fact, from a personal standpoint, this match is happening on All In, and thinking about how All In, the original All In, was the biggest independent wrestling show of all time. And the match, or sorry, the feud that got me into independent wrestling Mm -hmm. in the first place Mm -hmm. was Samoa Joe and CM Punk. And so to see these two go from where we saw them before and seeing how much history they have with Ring of Honor and those incredible matches that took place uh, across the, the early part of the 2000s and now knowing that All In is where it is now. And these two are getting to have this match on this show. There was a point in time where I don't think any of us ever thought CM Punk and Samoa Joe would wrestle each other again. And we've already been blessed to have that once this year. And now we're going to get it in the biggest wrestling show in history. And for the Real World Championship. Yes. It's going to be an iconic match on an iconic show. And definitely one of wrestling's most iconic rivalries CM Punk versus Samoa Joe for what CM Punk has dubbed the real world championship this Sunday at AEW All-In at Wembley Stadium. What a huge match on a huge show. And speaking of some of wrestling's great legends and speaking of huge matches on this massive show, we've got a match that really we saw last night, a bit of a surprise, a bit of a change in the match, to say the least. We have... The coffin match with a two great rivalries intersecting in one amazing match when Wild. Darby Allen teams with his mentor, the icon Sting, to take on Darby's former friend and now bitter rival, your cousin Swerve Strickland, <laughs> yes. and now his tag team partner, one of the greatest wrestlers uh, of my lifetime and the self-proclaimed TNT champion, wow. Christian Cage. What a match. It's a huge change. But frankly, uh, the match, now it feels even bigger. And Darby's had these two massive rivalries. He's really had a, a number of encounters with Swerve, go dating back to when Swerve first arrived in AEW last year. Oh, yeah. They wrestled in the Owen Hart Cup tournament qualifiers. 
Uh, they had a run-in with each other where Swerve got the better of it, eliminated Darby from the 2022 Casino Battle Royale. And then uh, Darby flipped the script in the 2022 Royal Rampage. Swerve tried to swerve him again and eliminate him, and Darby got the better of that, eliminated him, got down to the final two. The rivalry picked up again this year in the Blind Eliminator Tournament when we saw uh, Darby Allen and Orange Cassidy defeat Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland. Swerve Strickland got his revenge in the next round, cost Darby Allen and Orange Cassidy the match and a chance to wrestle for the AEW World Tag Team Championship. And the rivalries really picked up as uh, Darby Allen brought his young protege, Nick Wayne, mm-hmm. into pro wrestling. Uh, we saw things intensify an attack on Nick Wayne at his wrestling school, and Darby Allen's taking Nick Wayne under his, uh, sh- under his wing. And uh, so one thing I think uh, Swerve Strickland and Christian Cage have in common uh, now is a hatred for Darby Allen, and a second thing they have in common might be a fascination with the young man. Uh, Christian Cage seems to have a real fascination with fatherless young men. <laughs> and uh, in, in this case, I do think uh, it's going to be uh, a great match. Two rivalries that Darby has had on Dynamite, Rampage, and Collision uh, coming together with Darby's rivalries with Swerve Strickland, his old friend, and with Christian Cage, the self-proclaimed TNT champion, a title that Darby has held himself on two occasions, and many consider Darby to be the greatest TNT champion of all time, whereas nobody considers Christian Cage to actually be the TNT champion no. except Christian himself. But uh, Christian Cage, definitely one of the greatest wrestlers in the world, and in a bizarre way, uh, having such a great wrestler carrying around the championship, whether he deserves it or not, has brought prestige back to the championship. Whether he meant to do it that way or not, when you see a big star like Christian Cage with a belt, whether he deserves to be the one holding it or not, I do think it has brought even more prestige to the championship. And Darby Allen uh, is somebody that potentially in the future would like to win the championship back from the person who is actually the champion of record, Luchasaurus, who is uh, effectively the person who watches Christian Cage's back. And I'm very excited to see this coffin match unfold on Sunday at AEW All In. And what an amazing platform it is to have one of the true legends of pro wrestling, Sting, taking on uh, his young protégés, two top rivals as of late, Swerve Strickland, your cousin, and Christian Cage. Oh, the you know, and how do you feel right now, Will? It, your it's a, cousin? It, it's a tough one, right? Because uh, on one side, I'm always going to root for the family, right? Sure. But on the other side of that, it's really hard to bet against Darby in the coffin match. Thank you. you know, Thank you. you. Think about you know this is a match that Darby is extremely familiar with. He's faced Ethan Page in this match. He has faced uh, Brody King in this match. He faced uh, Andrade in this match. We have seen. Darby Allen perform when it comes time in the coffin match. Uh, but at the same time, this is a tag team coffin match. This is like nothing we've ever seen before. And we've got uh, a number of new factors here, uh, such as, uh, again, we mentioned Swerve, uh, who is starting to become Darby's almost career rival here in AEW. Yes. Just thinking about the way that these two have locked up over the last uh, 18 months that Swerve's been in AEW. And 
uh, how much of their former friendship seems to be turning into deep hatred. Mm -hmm. But then again, Darby's been pulling double duty here, being on both Dynamite and Collision, having to then take on Christian Cage. And great matches on Rampage, too. He had a great yes. match with Brian Cage recently on Rampage and won the Royal Rampage. Yes, so he's really been pulling triple duty, Darby. That's, One of the that's hardest true. working men in show business. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, well, just thinking about how much all of that can now start to take a toll on Darby Allen. Could this be finally the match that... Darby ends up losing, but then on the other side of that, you have Sting. He's got the icon Sting. You've got and Sting so, at Wembley. Like yes. how how magical is that? That we get to see Sting at Wembley in front of eighty thousand people. Like we we almost don't deserve this. Thank you, Tony. This is just so <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> are, you, are you soaking that in? By the way, just thinking about I, the I kind of am. Like between all of us, like you the one, you get to stand in the middle of that ring. Oh, dude, like, don't I, please point, please don't remind me. Like I'm so scared. <laughs> Just take that deep breath in for a minute. It's I wild. Know. It's wild because I remember watching the first All In from my couch and going, I want to be a part of the next one. Little did we know the next one would be five years later at Wembley Stadium in front of 80,000 people. That's it's absolutely crazy. wild. You can watch it this Sunday, 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, 6 o'clock British Standard Time. Be sure to tune into the Zero Hour. You can watch it on traditional. Watch the show, Wembley Stadium, on traditional pay-per-view. You can watch it Bleacher Report and the Bleacher Report app and on Fight.tv internationally. Zero Hour will be streamed for free on YouTube, on all social medias. You can catch it there. This is going to be awesome. Still, so much more to talk about on AEW Unrestricted. AEW Unrestricted, Aubrey, Tony, Will, we're talking about the biggest event in pro wrestling history. One match I'm so excited about because we're legitimately in a stadium is the Stadium Stampede. And I know, Tony, there's been a couple changes to this match recently, but it's still so, so exciting. It's going to be, I think, even more exciting. We first of all just announced this week the launch in our video game, AEW Fight Forever, of the brand new Stadium Stampede mode. It looks it's incredible. Exciting Battle Royale-inspired competition mode. Fans can play online against each other as their favorite AEW stars in AEW Fight Forever, the Stadium Stampede mode. Very fitting. Our first time ever at Wembley Stadium, our biggest show of all time on the biggest stage to bring the Stadium Stampede to AEW All In and have our first ever international Stadium Stampede, our first ever Wembley Stadium Stampede. What a massive occasion and very fitting that we've just launched in Fight Forever. And now it's going to be the Blackpool Combat Club, John Moxley, Wheeler Yuta, and the ROH World Champion, Claudio Castagnoli, and the veterans yes. who've been in every stadium stampede, Santana and Ortiz. So wonderful. Back in AEW, yes. taking on, of course, the AEW International Champion, Orange Cassidy. The best friends, Trent and Chuck, Penta El Zero Miedo, and his best friend, the New Japan Strong Champion, Eddie Kingston. His best friend. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. And uh, to celebrate this occasion, I recently uh, filmed a little promo to promote the Stadium Stampede this weekend at AEW All In and highlight the launch of the new Fight Forever Stadium Stampede mode. I thought it would be great to get somebody who was heavily involved along with you, the person who's the head of AEW Games, Kenny Omega, the EVP of AEW, and somebody we're about to talk about yes. uh, momentarily, who uh, was part of the original All In, was part of AEW from the very beginning, and part of AEW Fight Forever. 
and uh, we filmed something along with somebody who is in this stadium stampede. We have Kenny Omega, who scored the pin in the first ever stadium stampede. That's right. The first stadium stampede. Now, somebody who's going to be in the stadium stampede this weekend, Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston wasted no time uh, calling out Claudio Castagnoli, his hated rival. Uh, That is one of the rivalries that's really emerged in this match. Fascinating. We know there's no love lost between the best friends and the death triangle. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know the Lucha Brothers and the best friends is a real rivalry. Yet, when we saw what happened with Phoenix, we see uh, Penta El Zero Miedo and his best friend Eddie Kingston. They do have something in common with the best friends now. And uh, we've seen the best friends really have this grudge with the BCC. It went to another level in that classic parking lot fight. And very fitting, Santana Ortiz have something there in common with the BCC that uh, so many threads all been through those (laughs) parking lot fights and uh, they're brothers in blood in that way that what they've been through uh, really nobody else's experience besides those teams the best friends Santana Ortiz and the BCC of course we saw Wheeler Yuta come out of the car to help put his team over the top and win the match which was a fitting callback to how Orange Cassidy helped his team beat Santana Ortiz in the first place. And the last time we saw Santana and Ortiz together and Santana in pro wrestling period was teaming with the BCC in blood and guts last July. So very very fitting Santana Ortiz (laughs) would make their comeback here under this circumstance. Also very fitting uh, given the last time we saw Ortiz in pro wrestling, he had a beef with Eddie Kingston that was never settled. So Eddie hit him with a chair. Yeah. And and now uh, Santana Ortiz are back for payback and the BCC uh, have done a lot of damage and they're going to be facing five very angry men in Orange Cassidy, the best friends. Of course, Penta El Zero Miedo coming for payback for his brother, Ray Phoenix, and Penta bringing his best friend, Eddie Kingston, who is coming for Claudio's head in Stadium Stampede this weekend. And what a very exciting time again to have Stadium Stampede and launch the Stadium Stampede mode now this week, live now as we speak right now in our great game, AEW Fight Forever. So the Stadium Stampede, as someone who's also been in both Stadium Stampedes, those these matches are just ridiculous. Like there, there's a giant like playing field for there's so many different spaces and nooks and crannies and stadiums. And being that this is a new arena that we've never been to before, I know that you and your family is very familiar with Wembley. Very familiar with Wembley. Yeah, you guys have a lot of history there, but... I I am legitimately scared <laughs> at what could happen in this match because like it's pure insanity. Like there's Stadium Stampede is there's so much surface area to cover and there's so much history with all of these teams that I I mean I've I've been a part of how many dynamites and I'm like, "Oh my god, and then there's that and there's that and there's that and there's that. This is so great." And you know, you talk about there being so much ground to cover because, you know, that's what we knew Stadium Stampede for before. Physically, yes. But <laughs> The, the difference here now is the fans. Yes. Oh, wow. 80,000 fans at play now. Oh, boy. That's a lot of people. It's very different around. than the original stadium stampede in a completely empty Everbank Stadium in Jacksonville, Florida. And it was fun to go back to that empty stadium today, film a promo with uh, Kenny Omega, who was in the first stadium stampede, Eddie Kingston, who's a huge part of the stadium stampede this weekend. It was great to promote AEW Fight Forever, but also the pay-per-view this weekend, the biggest event in AEW history, and very fitting to go there and have a packed stadium 
at Wembley Stadium for the stadium stampede. Yeah, it's going to be incredible. And as you mentioned, all those threads, there's so much history of AEW that is surrounded in this match. Uh, you mentioned the parking lot fight and previous stadium stampedes, and I can't think of a better place for it to all come together mm-hmm. than here at All In. And and speaking of great uh, matches and speaking of the stadium stampede, you have somebody who was involved in the first ever stadium stampede, somebody who made an appearance at the first ever AEW All In and is the first ever AEW World Champion. That is Chris Jericho. Yes. And he has a lot of experience wrestling on big stadium shows, but even for the great Chris Jericho, this may be the biggest crowd of his career, I think it's fair to say, and it may end up, when it's all said and done, I believe be the biggest crowd ever in pro wrestling. It will certainly be one of the greatest events, one of the greatest nights in all of pro wrestling, and somebody who's been there for a lot of the great nights in the history of the sport, one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, Chris Jericho, and very fitting what I believe will be the biggest pro wrestling show of all time to have one of the biggest pro wrestlers of all time, Chris Jericho, taking on in England one of England's greatest homegrown oh. stars of all time, and that is the amazing Will Ospreay. What a match that's going to be. It was a match that at one point we thought we were going to see in Japan, but it's perfect. It's the kind of match uh, that AEW All In is all about. It's the kind of match that AEW is all about, and Frankly, it's a match that would have fit right in on the original All In. It would have been uh, an amazing headline match on any show in the world of pro wrestling. I think it's fair to say Osprey versus Jericho, and very fitting to have it in Osprey's home country of England in the iconic Wembley Stadium. I squealed when I heard about this match. I legitimately was like, ah! <laughs> oh. So, so amazing. I mean, yeah, you, you think about uh, Chris Jericho and who he is as a performer and uh, who he's always been as a performer. Mm-hmm. And you think about Will Ospreay and how he's been able to up the ante as as an in-ring performer and just thinking about what these two are going to be able to do in the ring. And then there's also plenty of outside factors thinking about, you know, Chris Jericho, of course, recently announced that he's going to have Judas perform to the ring by... Fozzie. Yes. And he, he will both perform at Wembley in front of this gigantic crowd, but also perform at Wembley in front of this gigantic crowd. Which is just incredible. Uh, just thinking about uh, that entrance. There's, there's so much about this match that I don't think people were expecting. But, uh, you know, when you really, really think about what this match is and who is in it and the the history of who Chris Jericho is as a performer, I it makes perfect sense to me. It's who he is as a performer, but also who he is to AEW. Like, as as Tony mentioned, like, he made an appearance at the original All In, so him being a part of this is huge. Him being the first AEW champion and how he has helped us build this amazing company into what it is, and he's giving all of these young guys opportunities. And we've seen... Will Ospreay on AEW television, Forbidden Door against Kenny. Like Will Ospreay puts on great matches. Jericho puts on great matches. This is hands down going to be an excellent match. Yes. I cannot wait for that huge one-on-one match. Ospreay versus Jericho, first time ever. It's a dream match this Sunday at AEW All-In. And speaking of huge matches and All-In, this is going to be something I'm really, really looking forward to. Of course, the main event of the original AEW All-In was a big trios match, including the Elite. So I thought it was very fitting to go back to All-In. At the original All-In, there was, of course, Kota Ibushi 
teaming up with the Young Bucks. Of course, the Young Bucks are going to be challenging for the World Tag Team Championship. A little busy. So I thought it would be perfect to have a different version of the Golden Elite, three <laughs> of the greatest wrestlers in the world teaming up against uh, a real, real uh, nasty trilogy of rule breakers and a lot of history between these teams. And a lot of history. Very nasty. Very interesting paths. <laughs> nasty is a good word. And it's going to be a great match when we have the Golden Elite, very fitting to have the Golden Elite together in a trios match at All In, now for the first time ever at AEW All In, when it's Kenny Omega teaming up with Hangman Page and Kota Ibushi, Kenny's two greatest tag team partners, I believe. Yes. He's had great success with each of them as a tag team, and now they can be a great trio with Omega, Hangman, and Ibushi teaming up against Takeshita, and Bullet Club Gold, and that is a real rule-breaker dream team there. Uh, we saw Juice Robinson and Jay White come together with Takeshita to try and put Kenny Omega out. They put him in the hospital in Jacksonville last week, but of course uh, they couldn't keep a good man down. Kenny Omega out of the hospital, back in action this past week, and I cannot wait to see this match and to see the Golden Elite together, and again, I think it's very fitting uh, at all in now to have another great golden elite trios match with Omega, Abushi, and Hangman together. And you talked about, again, we talked about history, and there's really so much history here. You know, you can really do a complete history dive on the history involving the Bullet Club, but knowing that Jay White specifically and, and Kenny Omega have as much history as they mm -hmm. have together, and to see these two on this stage. I think is again just one of the one of those things that fits what All In is and uh, and seeing I, I was a big fan I still think one of the greatest tag team title runs that AEW's ever had was uh, Kenny Omega teaming with Hangman Adam Page Are you kidding me getting to see Absolutely. these guys team together again uh, is is a dream come true and then to see Kota Ibushi in uh, factored in as well uh, it's somewhat argue Kenny's greatest tag team partner. It just, it all makes so much sense to me that all of this comes together here. Especially because we've got Kunosuke Takeshita, who yes. has his history with Kenny. And mm -hmm. he has been such a huge rising star in AEW. I remember his match with Hangman, uh, which was one of my absolute favorites. So great. Um, but also seeing Jay White and Juice Robinson and what they've been able to bring to the table. Seeing some of their absolutely incredible matches on Collision the last few weeks have just been phenomenal. Yep. So I think this is going to be one of those matches that it could potentially steal the show. Absolutely. It could be a great, great, awesome match on a great, great night of pro wrestling. I think it's six top wrestlers, six great international stars. All six men really made their reputation in many ways, enhanced their reputation, and built their careers in Japan. And now, very fitting, on the original All In, it was considered the greatest independent wrestling show of all time. Now, AEW All In, we're aiming for this to be the greatest wrestling show of all time. And we've got the Golden Elite back in a big trios match against one of the most formidable trios of rule breakers you'll ever see in Takeshita and Bullet Club Gold, Juice Robinson and Switchblade Jay White. And Speaking of great stars and great action, there's one more huge yes. match coming up on Sunday, 
and it's free to everybody worldwide. It's part of the Zero Hour, and it's for the FTW Championship, and it's a big rematch with Jack Perry, the FTW Champion, who has really disrespected the title and disrespected the lineage of it, the history, and the former champion when Jack Perry takes on the former champion, Hook, this Sunday on the Zero Hour, free worldwide. It'll be, of course, very early on Sunday on the West Coast. And, get your uh, brunch ready. <laughs> and get ready for that, of course, for a, a 9 a.m. Pacific start, a noon Eastern start, 11 a.m. Central Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Time, 5 p.m. Local Time in England. For anybody attending live, come early for the Zero Hour, and that's one of the huge matches you'll see. And two of the top young wrestlers in the world. But, boy, what a change in attitudes for Jack Perry. Huge change in attitude, uh, huge change in presentation. This is not the same guy that fans were waving their hands for just a I don't even know who ago. he is anymore. Yeah. Who is this Ugh. man? Jack Perry. Uh, but, you know, of course, the fitting that we're wearing our Forbidden Door shirts right. because that was... We where, didn't coordinate. Yeah, we didn't coordinate. <laughs> this was actually totally on accident. I was like, hey, I, I want to wear the thing from the last pay-per-view. And she was like, I'm going to do the same thing. And That's why we're, we're best friends now. Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, of course, at Forbidden Door, that was where we saw... Uh, Jack Perry, of course, turned his back on his uh, partner in uh, that we saw Jungle Hook at the time, and they were definitely fan favorites as a duo, but mm -hmm. that was where uh, Jack really showed his, his true colors here and turned his back on his friend and then uh, proceeded to take his championship at Blood and Guts, and uh, here he is now really disrespecting the championship and disrespecting the, the title that Hook's father Taz really put on the map. Uh, I mean, he created the title um, and everything that the title stood for. And so uh, knowing now that Hook gets another chance at Jack Perry and he gets to do it again in front of the largest audience that we've ever seen in AEW, I think is just going to be a phenomenal moment. I also think it's great seeing as, as much as I'm upset with Jack Perry and his behavior recently, to see both of these guys who are homegrown AEW stars mm -hmm. having this thing that is has a lot of history in wrestling in the FTW title, but sort of being able to create like the new era of it with the history that they have at AEW, Hook being the star that sort of came out of the pandemic and, you know, Jack being a part of AEW from the very, very beginning. It's, it's so great to see my friends and my coworkers and all the success we've seen and to see all of us celebrating this amazing show and going together. And oh my God, I have goosebumps for like the 37th time. Oh, this is just going to be a wonderful, wonderful show. Tony, I can't thank you enough for giving us like all this opportunity as both employees at AEW to be a part of this, but also as fans to enjoy what's going to probably be the greatest wrestling show of all time. Thank you very much. I'm really excited for this event. It's going to be our most special night in the history of AEW, and I think it's going to be one of the really special nights for all of us as wrestling fans and for all of us in AEW, I think, uh, our most special night. And this has been a great day with you. And, yes. Uh, we're so close now. We're hours away from the biggest show in the history of pro wrestling. I'm going to cry. Don't miss it. This <laughs> Sunday on pay-per-view, AEW All-In coming to you live from Wembley Stadium. It's an early start time. Don't forget, an early start time on Sunday. The pay-per-view starts at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. And don't miss the zero hour 
of course, 12 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Pacific, 10 a.m. for Will and his family in Denver. <laughs> Specifically Will's just for Will. Be, Will yeah, I'm like the only person traveling. who lives in Mountain Time. No, He's that's a mountain guy. Uh, thank you very much for watching us today on Unrestricted, listening to us today on Unrestricted. It's been great joining you for the pay-per-view previews. And in this case, this will be our biggest preview show of all time for the biggest pay-per-view of all time this Sunday, AEW All In. Thanks for listening to Unrestricted. That's right. You can watch and follow AEW Unrestricted. Watch us on YouTube. Follow us on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Watch Dynamite Wednesdays, Rampage Fridays, Collision Saturdays, and stream ROH on Thursdays on Honor Club. There's so much going on in wrestling. This is such a great, amazing time to be a wrestling fan, and I absolutely love every time we get to do these, celebrating pay-per-views and all the fun stuff at AEW here on AEW Unrestricted. Come on, throw your hands up. Let me see you. Unrestricted. Unrestricted.